Hey y'all. Hello. We're back. And welcome. Did you forget about us? <laughs> because we sort of got really busy. <laughs> <laughs> but we're so glad that you're listening. Um, this is The, the Cheddar, Cheddar, a place where we seek to empower women in whatever you're doing. <laughs> Whether that's technology or entrepreneurship or, or life. Or- we are here for all of you. We don't discriminate here at The Cheddar. No. I mean, if you want to be an ally for women, we're happy that you're listening. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's 2019. Oh, yeah. So, today we're doing a less techie episode just to talk about things that we care about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about today? <laughs> the world's longest title. <laughs> <laughs> it's essentially women who work in the media slash entertainment slash potentially sports entertainment industries. Yes. So we're talking female athletes, models, YouTubers, actresses, all of it. Producers, grips, craft services men. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, um, we'll be generally talking about them, but definitely going more in depth on actresses um, and like discrimination in Mm -hmm. pay, which Mm -hmm. is a big thing. Um, we'll be talking about the Time's Up movement, um, as well as women that are making some really cool blockbuster movies and founding awesome production companies. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Life update! Okay, so spring break is just around the corner. Yes, I'm technically done. I finished at like 1.30 today. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Are you done? I've been like, I've been basically done. Okay. I have a class tomorrow, but I've been done since last Thursday. About to be done, but no exams or anything going on, so I'm pretty chill. And what are you doing for spring break? I am going to Nashville with mm-hmm. my family and with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And my dad has an apartment there now because he just started working in that area. Mm-hmm. So he knows the quote unquote cool places to go. Oh, snap. <laughs> but he was telling me there's this cool speakeasy club place in the basement of the Johnny Cash Museum. Mm-hmm. And I think it's called House of Cards. You go and magicians will perform stuff in front of you. What? Yeah. I love speakeasies. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, and my dad is like a party animal, so it'll be good time. Mm, cute. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm going to Arizona. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm really excited. We're with my dad and brother, and they have both been to the Grand Canyon, and I have not, and they refuse to take me. So What? <laughs> That's so lame. It's okay. We're doing really cool things, okay. like hiking and stuff. There's this really cool... It's not the Grand Canyon, but it's something that's really popular in, in Arizona. No. It's like a tunnel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you know, know what, what I'm talking about? about? Mm-hmm. Just so we can tell the people. <laughs> like, I'm sure they're curious. Ah, found it. Yeah. This is it. The Antelope Canyon. Antelope Canyon. Beautiful photo opportunities there. Yeah. I would love to go there one day. I think it's... Like, near Grand Canyon. Will went before, and I'm sure my dad has. Yeah. 
Very cool. So adventure-y. Oh, yeah. It's it's right next to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> awesome. Basically in Utah. It's fine. It's going to be a great vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will be eating and drinking and listening to country music. So. And seeing magic shows. Yeah. Different kinds of trips. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, anyways. So the first article I have is from Forbes. Eight unbelievable gender pay gap statistics from top athletes, actors, and CEOs. Got it. So it's the all-encompassing mm-hmm. one. Um, it starts off with a picture of Scarlett Johansson, so you know we're at the right place. It's going to be a good article. <laughs> um, and so one thing I thought stood out to me that they said, what do Serena Williams and Scarlett Johansson have in common? Both are women at the top of their game, and both are earning significantly less than their male counterparts. So they look at the list of the 100 highest earning athletes and there were no women on it, which to some point makes sense. Like as a society, we get so excited about watching male sports and a lot of people don't watch female sports. Female sports. Mm-hmm. But I wish we did. Unless it's the Williams sisters like versus right. each other. Right, right. I feel like... I feel like more people would watch Serena Williams yeah. than most, but for a lot of like team-based sports, mm. there's not really like a WNBA. star. WNBA. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like there probably aren't a lot of people comparatively watching, mm-hmm. which is sad. I feel like even when I think about UF sports, like there's no. I don't think I've been to a single girls sport event. Right. Oh, gymnastics. Gymnastics, totally <laughs> of different. Of course. Though. But yeah, but like. For other sports, like, the only reason I've been is to take pictures for it. Mm -hmm. So, that definitely is, like, something that's been carried out throughout our lifetimes, I feel like. I was, like, talking to my male friend about this. Like, I didn't even know you were doing this article Mm -hmm. a couple days ago. And I was, like, asking him, okay, like, what are women at athletically better than men? And he literally couldn't come up with a single thing. And he, like, Googled it. He was like, so it turns out it's literally just gymnastics. Mm. And I was like, that's awful. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Because, like, body types are different. I know. And there's, like, different rules but for girls. But how does that make girls feel? That they'll never be as good? Like, I say I really enjoyed running. I'll never be as fast as Usain Bolt. So it makes me, like not want to even try Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah so true it's like a weird comparison that's like always lurking Mm. like i wonder if serena's like ever thinks i'm the best female tennis player in the world but roger will always (laughs) be the best male tennis player in the world or if he even is anymore yeah it's weird i don't like it it's hard yeah sports is one of those things that is so different than, like, the rest of society. Mm-hmm. Like, when you think about business, of course there are advantages that men have, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is, like, dedication and, like, intellect. Mm-hmm. Things that, like, aren't really biologically mm-hmm. Yeah, inclined. but with, like, athleticism, right. it's legit just they are born more attuned body type yeah even looking at gymnastics like my friend was a gymnast 
mm-hmm. all throughout high school, but didn't go like college pro because her back just couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. That's like a biological thing, you know? Yeah. Well, speaking of backs who can't take it, Sean Johnson, the like, world famous Olympian, mm-hmm. she is. I don't know if this is too much information for a podcast, but I follow her on Instagram and she's trying to like conceive and she's having a lot of fertility difficulties because of the strain put on her body during gymnastics. And like, she's, it's getting like decently not good for her. So it's weird that women have to pay such a cost to be so like good at their athletic career. Mm. Things Uh. to think about. Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. That's rough. Because her husband, who is a professional football player, like, he can play football all his life and, like, I don't want to say destroy his body because Sean's isn't destroyed, but it's definitely had, like, been taxed. Yeah. And, like, he doesn't have to deal with the fallout of that mm. as much. Yeah. I mean, I will say, like, football is very dangerous. Yes. <laughs> Be careful. There's a lot of brain-related injuries. But he doesn't have to worry about, like, oh, like, will this prevent me from being able to conceive in the future? Yeah. Different mindset. Yeah. Uh, Good combo. (laughs) Great combo. Next fact. (laughs) Um, The 10 highest paid female athletes combined earn less than the top male athletes. That's weird. So let me give you an example. The top 10 highest female or highest paid female athletes last year together earned a combined 105 million. And then the U.S. boxer Floyd Mayweather, mm. <laughs> if anyone remembers watching that, the Argentine, I think that's today, Argentinian, mm-hmm. soccer player yeah. Lionel Messi, oh, love Messi, and Portuguese soccer player Cristiano Ronaldo, also love him, each earned more than $105 million last year. So it's not just they're getting paid less, it's like so much less. That's l- I did not know that fact, and that's very upsetting. Their salaries combined. Which, fair, like, oh, that's a lot of money. And I think there's a, when people think about the pay gaps at that scale, and we're going to be talking about this later with actors and actresses, they're like, well, they're still getting a lot of money. And, like, that's not really the point. That doesn't mean it's not, like, ethical. Right, <laughs> right. Like, Jen, I was reading this thing that Jennifer Lawrence, like, wrote a letter, um... So I guess, like, someone that was going to hire her, some, a complaint that she had, and she said, like, this isn't necessarily something that everyone can relate to. Like, this isn't a relatable problem, mm-hmm. but, it, like, it's still a problem. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, number three, only one actress appears in the top ten highest-earning actors and actresses, and that is Scarlett Johansson. I was going to say Sandra Bullock, but maybe, <laughs> Sandra maybe that's just Bullock. because I love her. No, I mean, Scarlett Johansson. She's been in a lot of blockbusters, though. Yes. That's the thing. A lot of the Marvel movies, of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. And she just is, like, super fit. Like, yeah. very good looking. Yes. <laughs> and also just a good actress. All around good. We're into it. Yes. I'm not mad about Black Widow. So, but let me just give you some differences. So, she's at the top of the highest earning actresses bringing in about 41 million and then George Clooney led the all of actors and actresses but led all of the actors with 240 million that's 200 what? million difference between the highest paid man and woman 
Now, George Clooney is an icon and has a, a very successful career throughout his entire lifetime. And he has two twins to take care of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Fair. No, but yeah, I, it's just crazy the difference. That's very appalling. We're going to get more into it. Oh, good. <laughs> and then here's the, on average statistic, the highest paid actresses learn, earn 25 cents on the dollar to their male counterparts. A fourth? A fourth. Isn't that interesting? I'd be really curious to see the Marvel salaries, like, just for, like, a single Avengers movie, because I feel like they're all the main characters, so you can't say that, like, oh, Thor has more scenes than, like, Scarlett Johansson. He doesn't. <laughs> so, well, like, why, why would they pay him more? You know what I'm saying? So I have... Is it based on screen time or notoriety of the actor? I, th- I definitely think there's some negotiation that's going mm-hmm. on. Oh. There was another article from uh, ABC News, and it was talking about how age plays a factor and how much people get paid. <gasps> no way. And so it was talking about, like, men a lot of times can have a much longer career. So, like, George Clooney, for example, has had an extremely long career. He's been very successful. But we tend to see less and less women who have that long of a career. Yeah. That's the only one that comes to mind, honestly. Meryl There's Street, a couple comedians. Um, Betty White. Yeah. Tina Fey. Comedian. Comedian. Yeah, all comedians. So you're thinking about the classic, like, beauty babes, whatever. Like, not a lot of them last. I think most of it is, like, comedians. That's terrible. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, that's a factor. I mean, I don't like it. I yeah, want it yeah. to change. I, it's just interesting to me. Um, they were talking about how... A lot of times, because of this, the the people that pick the male actors see it more as an investment that will last over a longer period of time, and so they'll pay more. Yeah. Guys, you can't see my face right now, but my eyebrows are, like, inside my hairline. Mm. Yeah. So, a 2014 study on age and the Oscars found that just about half no, sorry. Found just about a quarter of the best, best actress winners went to women over the age of 40, while more than half of the male winners were over the age of 45. Hmm. That's surprising. So, we're basically looking at double men than women that are successful. Right. According to the Oscars. So, yeah. There's very few. They mention Judy Dench and Meryl Streep. I don't know Judy Dench. I don't Dench. even know Judy Dench. Never heard of her. Nope. So that's a box office issue. So, I mean, that's a fair point. Like, a lot of the movies that are getting paid, the actors are getting paid the most because they know it's going to be big. Mm-hmm. Big, like, well-known actors and actresses. There's just... There's younger women. And they're getting paid less. A lot of the money that's made um, isn't just from the U.S. It's from, like, internationally. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the movies that are picked up internationally are very, um, like, established actors and actresses. So, like, The Hunger Games, for example, it didn't get big internationally until Jennifer Lawrence had more of a brand. Mm. So it's sort of like a chicken-and-the-egg problem where, like, a lot of the men are more famous because they have longer-lasting careers, and so they get to make more. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cyclical. Cyclical. Okay, next fact. 
Only one of the top 10 highest paid YouTubers is female. I thought that was interesting to bring in, like, YouTube. Who? So I'm thinking who are top 10, like... I can tell you right now. <laughs> I feel like people don't know about other parts of YouTube except their niche. Like, yes. I don't know anything. Yes. Okay, I'm looking for the full list here. Okay. So this is Superwoman. Yes. Okay. I didn't know her as Lily. So number 10 is Lily Singh. She's the only woman on the top 10 highest paid YouTubers. She's like the most woke feminist of all time. Mm. Everyone Google her. <laughs> and then, I have no idea who this is. Ryan Toys Review. Oh, I, I guess think I've heard of him. He reviews toys. Mm -hmm. Very cool. I like that. I can, I can get behind that. Smoosh. Smosh? Oh, I know what that is. What it's is like that? a group, and then they like make videos, and then like someone left the group, and it was this whole big scandal. <laughs> and he like started his own thing. Got it. Okay. So some boy squad. Jake Paul. Mm. Saw that coming. PewDiePie. PewDiePie. Mm -hmm. The OG. What does he do? I think video games. At least he did it first. Oh, really? He has nice eyes. Logan Paul. Ugh. That's my opinion. No comment. No comment. <laughs> Mark Fishbach. Markiplier. Never heard of that. Sounds life. like a video game thing. Dude Perfect. I've heard of that, but I don't know what they do. It looks like... It looks fun. It looks like a, a boys club type of... <laughs> but like, Why are these all men? Guns. I mean, yeah, it's all men. Where's Nikki tutorials? Where's Huda <laughs> Beauty? Vanoss Gaming, another gamer. Okay. Dan TDM. Never heard of him. Dan Middleton is number one. Mm. Minecraft player. Stop. So a lot of these people are video gamers. Where's like Zoe and, you know? Right. Like people like Zoella Tyler Oakley. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was surprised to see this list. That's interesting. But, I mean, there's a big gamer following, so, and it tends to be mostly men, so I can see why this is here. But I definitely think of the more, like, classic YouTubers. Yeah. Um, like Connor Franta. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Right. No, that's what I think of. Like, highest earning jobs in business all go to men. The Forbes, 25 richest people in tech, all men. Top 25 uh, hedge fund managers and traders, all men. 10 highest paid CEOs, all men. Not surprising, but sad. I agree. <laughs> We've definitely talked about women CEOs and the ones that are more well-known. And there's not a lot of them. Mm -mm. I can only think of, like, IBM, Microsoft, her period. Ginny. <laughs> yeah. There's not many. So, wasn't super shocked, but also was not satisfied in my soul. In your soul. In my soul. Good news. We have some good news. <laughs> Finally. All ten of the highest earning models are female. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, it's their career. Happy for them. Do I think it's good for society? It's a little damaging and to self-worth, but you know. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's so hard. There's so many expectations mm -hmm. that are just unattainable. Frankly, but I don't even know any famous male models. That's fair. I only know like athletes who then modeled 
Right. You know? <laughs> the usual path. The, the usual. Kendall Jenner topped the list, classic, with earnings of $22 million. Good for her, you know? So about as much as the actresses. That's really interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. So Kevin Spacey was replaced in the new drama, All the Money in the World, uh, because of some sexual misconduct allegations. LOL. Oh, Kevin. So scenes had to be reshot for the show, and um, this cost like $10 million, basically, for all of these scenes to be reshot. But the big issue that everyone started freaking out about was because the money wasn't divided up equally between the film's female star, Michelle Williams, and the male star, Mark Wahlberg. So even though they're represented by the same talent agency, Wahlberg's team negotiated him a fee of, uh, of $1.5 million for reshooting the scenes. But Williams got an $80 per diem, which ended up coming out less to $1,000, which is less than 1% that Mark made from these reshootings. And yeah, so basically everyone flipped out because that's ridiculous. Um, and he actually ended up donating that money. I'm hoping out of the goodness of his soul and not after the backlash that he received. Mm, you um, never know these days. You never know. <laughs> but he ended up donating a lot of it that he made from those um, reshootings mm-hmm. to to movements like Time's Up. So As he should. As he should. As he should. So that was my first one. It was just an overview of various media-related careers, whether they're being filmed or filming themselves. Mm, True that. And then I wanted to get more into actresses just because I think that's such a hot topic with, like, Time's Up and all these types of movements. Um, Especially since there's been a lot of scandals of, like, actresses that were sexually harassed or assaulted so um we briefly talked about this but sort of going more in depth to the highest paid women compared to men in terms of acting so would you rather start with the men or the women Mm. (laughs) start with the men okay so number 10 some of these I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious if... I don't think they're all American. Oh. And so that also plays a role. Because... Yeah, do you know who this is? No. Yeah, I think... I don't know who most of those are. Yeah, I think the first couple are actually... Indian? Indian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love Bollywood. Yeah, super cool. So number 10... Um, so the I would say like 8 through 10. I'm not going to pronounce their names because I'm going to butcher it. They all earns between 35 and 38 million. Mm-hmm. Let me move into the more like American actors. So Tom Cruise with 43 million. Mm-hmm. Classic. He's had a very long career, so mm. not surprised. Number six, my favorite, Robert Downey Jr. Love of my life. Love. He is about at 50 million, just under. Same with Jackie Chan, number five. Number four is Adam Sandler, which surprised me. He's just a family guy. He is. I mean, he's in a lot of movies. He's so funny. I love him. A lot of his movies have been blockbusters. So he's at 50, 50, 51 million. Vin Diesel. That's surprising. I feel like he's not really in anything. Now, is Vin Diesel from he's Die Hard? From Pacif- the Pacifier. The Navy SEAL babysitter. 
Nothing? Nothing. He's bald. If that helps. Okay, that's the... That's who I think is... Is he in Die Hard? I've never seen Die Hard. <gasps> You've never seen Die Hard? This is him. It's not your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, yeah. Okay, different bald guy. Oh. He, he's the Fast and Furious guy. Oh, I think he... Oh, that's a very capitalizing movie. Oh, yeah. For sure. So that makes sense. Dwayne Johnson is number two. The Rock! That is so surprising. Like... Why? He should be number one. No. Yes. No. I love the Dwayne. I can't say Dwayne Johnson. It that feels wrong. He's Dwayne's the Rock Johnson. <laughs> I don't like him. What? I know. Why? I feel like every character is just the Rock. He's a character actor. <laughs> he can only play one character. <laughs> I know, and that annoys me. I love it. Anyways, he's at 65 million, so we have a little bit of a jump there. And then number one, and I want to say this is off of like this past year, so it's not of all time. Okay. Number one of this year was Mark Wahlberg. Bizarre. See, he annoys me. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like no one likes Mark Wahlberg <laughs> except for like moms. <laughs> We'll to test this out. <laughs> Once we become moms, will we like bless Mark our soul? Wahlberg. Will we Ooh. like Mark Wahlberg? That won't happen anytime soon. No, no, no. Catch us in 20 years. So <laughs> that's just so funny. It's because of the Transformers movie, I want to say. Oh. And he's done a couple oh, it other things. Out. Oh, yeah. he was in like Daddy's Home. Yeah. With why was why is Will Ferrell not on this list? Fair. I love Will Ferrell. Let's move on to the women. So, just so we can get depressed, the number one for women earns less than the number 10 for men. Oh my god. Yeah, just some facts there. So, um, starting, and all of these are people that I know except for maybe one. Mm -hmm. So, that's cool. Um, starting with number 10, we have Amy Adams. Love her. A classic. A classic. Forever. A staple. She's at about 12 million. So we're at less than half of the number 10. So it was 35, 36 million. And the same number 10, but for women, is about 12. Love. Love. Okay, That's don't like a third. love. That's a third. Mm -hmm. Bizarre. Okay, next is Julia Roberts. Also love her. She's about the same. Same with Kate Blanchett. Am I saying that correctly? Kate Blanchett. Blanchett? Blanchett. Blanchett. Just like say it faster. Blanchett. Oh, Blanchett. Mm -hmm. Got it. Kate Blanchett. Same. What is she in? I don't really know her. She's older. She looks familiar. She's in Ocean's 8, Thor, Thor. Lord of the Rings, Cinderella. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Then we have another one I don't know. Charlize. Charlize Theron? Theron. You totally know Charlize. Come on. I think she's South African. Oh, I know her. Yeah. Tully, Atomic Blonde, Mad Max. Mad Max. She's an intense one. Yeah, she is. Look at those eyes. Yeah. You she know? has like... She's best friends with Lily Singh, YouTuber oh. we just discussed. Oh, wow. Full circle. Full circle. Okay. Um, then we have... Number six, 
my favorite actress of all time, Emma Watson, at 14 million. Good for her. But also, like... But also, that's still so low. It's so low. Compare... I mean, she's younger. Like, I get that. That's true. But... She should have more notoriety to do Harry Potter. She's done so much. Ugh. Emma Watson's at 14 million. Number five, I was sort of surprised, Mila Kunis. Yes. At 15.5 million. I love her. I just would not assume that she's one of the highest paid. I feel like she has not been in anything recently. No. The last thing I remember is... Friends with Benefits. Yes! There we go. Friends with Benefits. And then number four, a comedian, Melissa McCarthy. Right. Right. Yeah. Cool. 18 million. So, like, could see that. Jennifer Lawrence, number three. Love. A mood. Totally deserving. 24 million. Jennifer Aniston, of course. She's one of the older women, I would say. She is. She is getting She's, older. I think she turned 50 because Brad Payne went to her birthday party. <laughs> Just to keep you in the loop. Um, she's at 25.5 million. And then number one is Emma Stone. I love that. She's great, though. She's in everything. Everything. At 26 million. So, the number one Emma Stone at 26 million is still less than Akshay Kumar at 35.5 million. The best. Okay, the worst. The worst. <laughs> this is not okay. It's crazy. But those are the facts, people. According to NBC, Forbes, and ABC. There you have it. Trusted sources. The trifecta. The trifecta. Did you watch the Oscars this weekend? I did. It was the 91st anniversary, which is insane, in my opinion. Yeah. And it was the first in, like, an extended period of time um, that they didn't have a host, which was really interesting. I feel like Tina Fey was essentially the host, if you saw the <laughs> intro. I love her. Um, How'd it go? I was left underwhelmed. Um, I feel like there was some pizzazz missing from it. Okay. It was... Essentially, two movies took home everything, in my opinion. Right. So, I don't know. I It's like, it was kind of like watching a basketball game, or like any sports game, and you knew who was going to win the whole time, so there wasn't really any, like, suspense, yeah. or it was like... And then it was just like, you win, you win, point, point, point. Yeah. I loved watching Bohemian Rhapsody, mm -hmm. so I was like, all about them getting awards. Yeah. But... What was the other... One that won a lot? I know Black Panther won something. Black Panther won cool. a lot. Yeah. They won a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. I, it was so well done. It really was. I was not mad about that. Um, what else won? Stars Born won a lot of song stuff. And I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody either. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, the only... I don't think I've seen any of the Best Picture novels. Maybe one by accident, but like, okay, <laughs> you know, got it. So that was the gist, right? That was yeah, most of them that won. So, yeah, that is crazy. There's definitely been better years where it's been yeah. variety. I don't know. I heard that this was the first year in a long time, maybe ever, that Disney did not win Best Picture. Yes, mm -hmm. I heard that too. Mm. Times are changing, people. Times are changing. <laughs> Wait, what? Who won? For Best Picture? Oh, Spider-Man Superverse. Yes, yes, yes. It was so good. <sighs> I was not expecting it to be good, because I think Spider-Man's a little overdone these days. I mean, there's like nine Spider-Mans. Yeah, right? So, but then 
we were watching it and I was taking my sister because she loves like comic books and mm -hmm. animation especially and Ryan and I were just like oh we'll just go like do this for her and then we left and we were like why was that so good? It was so good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Love it. So next we're going to talk about the Time's Up movement, um, women directors, and women found, uh, like creating their own production companies. Let's do it. So the 4% challenge is something that I discovered, and I feel like no one knows about it. Maybe they know like bits and pieces, and but they don't know what it's called, so I'm going to lay it out for you. It it was created by the founders of the Time's Up movement, um, and it's to combat the, quote, widespread abuse and misbehavior at the hands of powerful men. I mean, that's not directed at Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> but you take that with what you will. Subtweet. <laughs> so it's to increase the number of women directing major studio films because over the last decade, only 4% of the top tw 1,200 studio films were directed by women. Wow. So they kicked off this challenge at the 2019 Sundance Film Festival. Um, and basically they are creating this because they discovered, according to studies, um, that women-directed films are more inclusive in terms of girls and women on screen, female mm -hmm. characters over the age of 40, and underrepresentation with racial and ethnic groups like solving that problem i love to hear that yeah because women also hire other women in behind the camera roles i never even think about that right you know and even like i don't know like thinking okay maybe the producers need to change and it will help mm -hmm. actresses pay starts with the top people at the top yes so the goal they stated is to humanize the production processes so all groups can thrive at work in safe context. Mm. And so like the pledge that everyone is taking is to work with a female director on a feature film in the next 18 months. And Regina King, who won Best Actress, that was amazing, she kickstarted pledges with her Golden Globes acceptance speech when she like basically said what the challenge was and that like She's going to start this so everyone else should. Mm -hmm. And on the 4% Challenge Time's Up website, they have a list of all the actresses and what have you who have, like, pledged as well. And I'll read some of the famer, famous people. It's Amy Schumer, Army Hammer, which is a guy, which is very interesting. Brie Larson, Bryce Dallas Howard, Constance Wu from Crazy Rich Asians. Gina Rodriguez from Jane the Virgin. J.J. Mm -hmm. Abrams, which is insane. Jennifer Garner, Jennifer Lopez, mm. Jordan Peele, who was Get Out. Oh. Yeah, that was his movie. I think he wrote That it. movie was so weird. No, it was amazing. Okay. Um, <laughs> Josh Gad, who is Olaf. Um, <laughs> important. Kyra Sedgwick, who's like what used to be super famous. Um, Olivia Wilde, Rashida Jones, oh. Susan Sarandon was like an older actress mm -hmm, mm -hmm. tracy ellis ross and just like a whole bunch of people that i don't know but i assume they're super important so <laughs> <laughs> it's fine um so that's the four percent challenge and that um is helping just women get more involved in the creative process of the movies and i want to say because of this like insane tidal wave there's women directors creating blockbuster movies now so the first one that came to my mind was wonder woman mm. obviously because there was such press about how it was like 
basically an all-female film, sans Chris Pine. Yeah, fair. <laughs> um, but so Variety did an article about it, and they were saying, this was like such an insane quote to me, um, with so few female-directed tentpoles, women face sky-high expectations that don't necessarily apply to male directors, because I never thought about that. Mm. And they said... Um, while Wonder Woman hit it out of the park, you can't count on every single female filmmaker or any filmmaker to get it right every time. We need to get to a place where the pressure is just the same for both genders. We, as in women, should be allowed to make bad movies too. Then we can really talk about the fact that we've arrived. Because I feel like due to the success of Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman and all these new female-directed movies coming out, like Mulan and etc., um, like, there's such... A stress and an emphasis on these female directors like putting on a good show and yeah. making sure these are just as much success as like J.J. Abrams movies or whatever mm-hmm. and that's really not fair to them because they've essentially just stepped up onto the scene yeah. and so I don't want to say they have no idea what they're doing because they've gone through like training their entire lives for this but they're always slammed in the media immediately and they don't get the same respect that their male counterparts are which I thought was extremely interesting and no one talks about Mm, yeah that's so true I I never even think like besides like Steven Spielberg and like the directors that you actually hear about you just sort of assume like it's a male yeah yeah and I like I don't no one even well not no one but like I don't know the name of the woman Wonder Woman director no even though it was like extremely such a rare event that it was female director and it was so good. Yeah, and she's, like, not hold the same notoriety in the same regard. To combat this a little bit, um, women or famous actresses and what have you are um, creating their own production companies. And I found out about this through the love of my life, Reese, <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. Um, she has a production company called Hello Sunshine, and they have an Instagram account that's just, like, really positive, like, upbeat light airy conversation um great graphics as well if you're into graphic design (laughs) and this production company um produced gone girl which was i feel like a really big movie um and as well as her tv show with super big icons on it big little lies yeah so that's super interesting and now i have this huge list that took me forever to type out of other actresses who also have production companies that I had no idea that these movies were produced by them. So yeah. that's super cool. So Alicia Vikander, Charlize Theron, Drew Barrymore, these are all women that have their own companies. Um, Elizabeth Banks, and they produced Pitch Perfect, which was crazy. Wow. Eva Longoria, Jennifer Love Hewitt, who used to be famous. Um, she produced The Client List, which is her TV show. Kerry Washington. What? Yeah. Kerry Washington from Scandal. Ah. She didn't produce Scandal, but she could have. Um, <laughs> Lisa Kudrow, which is from Friends. Who's from Friends. Mm-hmm. Macy Williams. Um, and she is just getting big because of Game of Thrones. And a quote that she wrote, which is so sweet. I hope to give other creatives the opportunities that I was lucky enough to receive at the beginning of my career. I have previously had the joy of working with female directors on a number of occasions. The industry is moving and I couldn't be more excited for my future within it. Wow. So she's literally giving back to, like, produce work of those who would not have a chance otherwise. Yeah. 
That's so true. Insane. Love I love it. people. Um, Margot Robbie, she produced I, Tonya with her company, mm. which like was nominated for a ton of Oscars and no one talked about the fact that she produced it. Yeah. Um, Natalie Portman produced No Strings Attached. Mm. Queen Latifah produced Beauty Shop. Rose Byrne has her company. Salma Hayek produced Ugly Betty, which was super big. And then <laughs> just a little shout out to my queen, Sandra Bullock actually produced Mitch's Congeniality. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to produce and act and yeah. do everything. It's like um, Bradley Cooper in Star is Born. It's like, mm. what didn't he do in A Star is Born? Yeah. And everyone talks about the fact that he wrote it, directed it, produced it, whatever, yeah. acted in it. But no one talks about the fact that Sandra Bullock wrote it, produced it, mm. was amazing in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Very interesting. That's my only word for this conversation. <laughs> but So we just want to give a shout out to all these amazing actresses. Yeah. And people that are supporting these actresses because they're pretty cool. I know the media industry or entertainment industry or athletic industry or whatever you're doing can be really hard to break into um, as a woman. Yeah. And we commend you for that. Mm. literally ten dollars and it'll make a difference true 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 but also we accept donations like we would appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) we actually have gotten some donations so thank you guys that have been donating that's really cool uh so that was a little heartbreaking is there any hope katie the hope is the spring break started today four hours ago (laughs) And I'm not going to the Grand Canyon or <laughs> Antelope Canyon or Zion, but I'll still have a good time. That's good. I think that it's now being addressed, like the problems are being addressed much more openly than they used to. Mm-hmm. And that's a good first step. Women really are stepping up to the plate, and I want to see men do the same. Men change the biases. I will leave you, my comrades, with this single quote. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Sorry, it was a little bit of a ramble, but <laughs> it was something that was important to us and not really related to technology or anything. Mm. But it's like our lives. It's like what society is doing right now. Mm-hmm. And that's important. Stay positive. Stay cheesy.